0: Previously on The Winner's Club. You look terrible. He looks awful, doesn't he? And, and he's playing it sick. on granola. I love <laughs>
1: James Witt. The most I'm exciting sure I love quarterback. Him. Yeah. No, he is the most exciting quarterback in football.
0: I'm past being, like, Top feeling long. bad for you, and now I'm annoyed. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: Middle of the podcast meeting, John was sweating because he had to shit so bad. Yes, you do. So, a
0: little bit of advice from Uncle Mutt. Tell your wife you need to go Christmas shopping right around lunchtime. Well, he's got so much fiber in him right now, we need to take some of the pressure off.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: (coughs) (laughs) Are you going to vomit here? Thank you. Whoops. Just soggy pics. Just make make your soggy pics. Oh, man. Now, I have recovered
2: from that. Thank God. But if you listen to the pre-show, post-show you'll find out that I am now shitting myself for a, for a separate reason. Not this. related to the fiber, also not related to being sick. I can't believe that. That is a this. big market tease right there.
1: This is just amazing. It's Tune into the pre-show pro
2: show to find out why John's shitting himself this week. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Smash the Smash that subscribe button. Do it. The YouTube impressions come out. This is what happens when Mutt, see Mutt needs to be here to reel us in.
1: Yeah, Mutt would be like, you guys are idiots, let's focus. And you know what we don't do? focus.
2: <laughs> but we actually are going to call Mutt rather quick. Do we want Do we want to – we are going to call Mutt because I put all of our picks into one file this week okay. instead of into three because it was such a rough week for we, the collective. Here's
1: the thing. I don't think Mutt needs to be here to hear these picks because he knows exactly how bad we did.
2: Okay. Well, let's hear him now. All right. Let's Go do ahead. it. <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, Dallas Cowboys minus three at Philadelphia. <laughs> This is going to be my uh, fiber shit yourself pick of the week, which is going to be the under in Buffalo, New England. Okay, I'm taking Tampa plus three.
1: I really like Denver, but I'm actually going to take the under 38 and a half. We talked about not picking Seattle. You're right. I am going to go to that game. I'm not going to take Seattle, though. I'm actually going to take Arizona getting nine and a half at Seattle this week. But that's it. This should not be seven. Give me Carolina getting seven.
0: I'm going to start with Monday night. Give me the Minnesota Vikings laying four and a half at home against the Packers. We're going to start things off Saturday, Christmas shopping, bet of the day. Give me the over Tampa Bay, Houston, currently 49 and a half. I'm betting the under 45 points, Chargers, Raiders, and a low scoring game. All
2: right, well, let's unpack this a little here. Holy smokes, that's just bad. So, not to trot out the award winning news segment. I don't have the kazoo ready. The award winning. <laughs> Seattle brings back Marshawn Lynch for their playoff run.
1: Love role. it. Did you see his press conference? 30 yes. seconds long. He walked out. Somebody asked him a question why he wanted to return. And he said, uh, Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, I'm just glad to be back. Waved and then walked off the stage. Now, and is, that is, was is it.
2: he going to be this year's CJ Anderson?
1: Uh, he easily could be. It, it, I mean, and what does he have to do? They also brought back Robert Turbin, who I don't know if you saw a picture of Robert Turbin. He is
2: effing He's backfield, ripped. backfield DK Metcalf.
1: Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. Short backfield version of DK Metcalf. And it's just, so they bring back these two old guys. I don't know at all if they're even going to be in football shape. Lord knows. I, I think ultimately they just have to not turn the football over. And Russell Wilson's going to figure something out. I don't think that the Seattle team is as good with Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin as it was with Carson, Penny, and Proceis. But you at this point, you kind of have to roll with what you can find. And this, you know, for all we know, he's going to have a beast mode moment, and we're going to be like, yep, we wanted that.
2: And listening back last week, Mutt gave you a, a fiber— a- a mil hundred million milligrams of fiber worth of shit for you taking Arizona uh, nine and a half. At yeah, the Seahawks. and
1: I was all over it, and they ended up winning. All that right. might be that
2: might be a gospel going into. We'll, we'll see what what happens in the off season, but going into next year, we'll need to keep note of this. Just the Seahawks with large spreads against, let's say, high powered offenses. Maybe mm-hmm. not even high powered because high powered the is setting the bar too high. I think it's like middle of the road and above offenses. It, in big spreads against the Seahawks, especially if they keep Schottenheimer, which they're probably going to, because they're yeah. twelve and three, so there's no reason for them not to. Exactly in their minds, at least. Not that he should be fired or anything. That's not the insinuation completely. But so th- the situation we're sort of in right now. I love this Week 17 NFC situation. It's awesome. Literally man. anybody of of the well Four first teams. well first off there's the there's the Eagles and Cowboys situation, which is just which stupid. we'll unpack so that we'll unpack that in a second because that's the only other thing I wanted to hit well, before we called the Muttman. but the the idea that the basically the Saints, the Niners, the Seahawks or the Packers could all end up with the one seed.
1: Yeah, it's it, and it could be anybody's game. They all have to play their starters it, it, because they could either be the one, the two, the three or the or the five, one of them could be the five seed at the end of the day between the uh, Seahawks and 49ers. So you all have to you have to play your starters. You have to play like this is a do or die game in order to try and get that first round buy and home field advantage. And it is extremely important to do that.
2: And now I didn't listen, or I did not take heed of, take headed of, heed, take head, take <laughs> take. I did not give, he- <laughs> give heed to? I was, I did not heed it to your <laughs> mistakes of the entire season. <laughs>
1: Can't finish your stats.
2: Which was taking uh, not betting on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I can't and see, do this that. is the thing, especially since this was something you and I kind of preach all year about smart teams and dumb teams. Yeah, especially when it hits like week fifteen. Typically, and and the Eagles say what you want; they've had a depleted roster. Their offensive line, for some reason, was not playing as well throughout the year. It yep. impacted Carson Wentz. They had Jordan Howard go down for the last like half of the season. Mm-hmm. All of their wide receivers are injured. There was every reason to pick against them, especially with how good of a year the Dallas offense continued to have. Until the last five games of the season, except yeah. for that Rams game, but at this point of the team, this is the time of year where the smart teams start winning.
1: Yep, the the smart teams that know how to move the football and not make mistakes, and that happens to be the Eagles. They their their defense is still probably one of the worst in football. Their secondary is atrocious. It is so bad, it, it's unbelievable. But the thing they have going for them is is that Carson Wentz is moving the football enough that they're. Doing enough to take the time off the clock and end up with points. Miles Sanders, shockingly, in the top ten for all took, purpose. Took yards him a while,
2: year. and it's rough because yeah. for someone like me, who last year I sort of saw the success of rookie running backs, and I I drank the Kool Aid in my fantasy drafts, and yep. I was drafting all of them. Some of those guys you need to, you need to make a commitment to. Yeah, like you got to hold on to them for the whole year. And Miles Sanders was kind of one of those guys. Yep. He had a couple, excuse me, a couple good games in the first. Eight games. I want to say he had two: the Minnesota game and the Buffalo game. Yep. He played very well, and then it kind of, it kind of definitely took Jordan Howard going down. But when when Miles Sanders finally, we're going really X's and O's. This yeah. is what happens. Like before Mutt joined this podcast, it was basically X's and O's with some shenanigans. Yeah, Mutt and joined and it was shenan- well, Mutt can't hang. Yeah, it's true. He and, can't hang with and the X's and O's. one of the and cool O's things
1: talk. that about uh, Miles Sanders over the last four weeks has had over 600 yards of total offense, which shows. I mean, he's accumulating 150 all-purpose yards per game over the last four weeks. like That alone just shows you um, the value of Miles Sanders in that offense, especially with the lack of receivers. Um, The the Philadelphia Eagles need to find a way to move the football down the field, and luckily they have a two-headed monster in Ertz and Goddard, and then they have Miles Sanders. And and that's really all it's taken them because they're just kind of grinding out wins. Their defense isn't that good, but their defensive line has done enough to kind of keep them afloat and allowed them to grind out some wins.
2: Every year that people have complained about the, you know, one uh, a team in a division goes 8-8 eight eight or 9-7 seven or 7-9 seven or 7-8-1 and one in the Panthers' case and make the playoffs. Also, in the past, I think both times that's happened this decade, that team has won a playoff game. Yep. And I, I think the 8-8 eight eight Cowboys may have won a playoff game too in like 20 early, I mean, earlier. 20 I don't know. But I think if Seattle ends up with the wild card seed, the f- the five seed, I think Philly wins that game. If San Francisco does, I think San Francisco just outpowers the yeah. Eagles completely. That's fair. Because um, I think I, I I do still put Seattle. I don't put them in the smart team category. Everyone, I don't think anyone ever agrees with me with that, but I they, they play such close games. And against a team I put like the Eagles.
1: The, I put them in the smart teams category specifically because of Russell Wilson. I think he just covers so many of the deficiencies of that team. It's it's remarkable how good and how talented he is. When you're talking about franchise quarterbacks that get paid a lot of money. He is worth all of the money you're paying him, and probably twice as much.
2: My question is just like, are they? but are they still going to be – is it going to be like a Zimmer thing where they're they're still stubborn and they're still going to run the ball? It's very possible. Even though they probably – at this point, like, aren't they going to be able to run like the ball? Like, you just
1: signed Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turvin off the street. Throw the football to Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, Matt, uh, uh, Jacob Hollister, all these freaking – Jerron Jacob Brown, Holster. All these guys, throw the football. You have Russell Wilson. Just throw the football.
2: All right, want to check in with our Mutt man? Let's do it. So what I'm going to do when I call Mutt – we have not debuted this on the podcast yet. Oh. It, was, it was debuted on the air, Ooh. but the the Shime Christmas song. Oh
1: yes, <laughs> yes. Instead
2: of having Shime sing for you here, I will play Shime singing for you while I dial up the <laughs> mud.
1: Perfect, I love it. It's a songbird of a generation. It's Shime time here to please the nation. Hitch it down deep in your soul, Dalian key Christmas song. I said it's cold outside, so chillin to the bone. But at least I didn't say.
2: Ricky, Ricky Snail's Jones.
1: Such a wonderful time to live, love and learn. Don't let hate infect you like Andy Hartburn.
2: Aunt The dark night is here.
1: Can't take dork- oh and Mr. Dale. Mr. Dale. The dark night and Mr. Dale. Sharing blessings with the masses. Not some random talk show hosts. It's Dale and Keith and the Christmas show. No more Dale's tales in 2019.
0: All right, Mud, save us. My man. I downloaded it. It's my new ringer. It's unbelievable. where you go, Sean?
1: Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, Mud. I made sure to give you a shout out in the song, too, by the way. I hope you love it. Listen,
0: that. The, the, whole, the whole song is good. I don't care if the whole station hates it and they're all talking behind your back saying how bad it was. I don't care about that. It's ridiculous. That's why Ooh. Mutt's my guy. Thick as thieves, Mutt. Merry Christmas, boys. Same to you. <sighs> how did the hey, uh, How did uh, Christmas Day go for you, Mutt? Wait, do we sell the podcast after our picks last week? Are we doing this live or is this for for fun? Uh, what are we doing?
2: Well, we, we played the picks already because we, we put oh, them okay. all together because it was... So we had a collective record of uh, we had we went two, two, six, and one. Two, six, and it one. It was two,
0: six, and one, right? I thought, was, <laughs> I thought it was three and seven for a while, but somebody pushed with that Tampa pick, right? Yeah, yeah
2: I, I pushed on Tampa. We
0: played the John Push sounder in the picks, though. <laughs> two, six, and one is not great. For it's a gambling awful. podcast, if we're going to promote this and make money for Intercom. Two, six, and one is not going to make it. No, Bad we news. need
1: we need to do better, and that's what we're going to do right here, week 17. I can feel it. I Feel hope it so. down deep we, in my lungs. Uh, Follow
0: it this was great, uh, just so everyone knows. Thank you guys for letting me do this on the phone. I was going to be in the studio with you. Uh, I mean, no one listens to this, so I can just say it. My, my mother-in-law broke her hip skiing. Uh,
1: oh, my so we God, doing, sorry. Uh,
0: We have been We <laughs> have been a scramble fest, so I was going to – I had the car ready to go in the bright. We'll do the podcast, hang out, but uh, a little wild. So we can do on the phone and hopefully find some winners uh, somewhere in week 17, which is a very tough week because – uh, I don't know which teams care about winning and which don't. So,
1: and I, I think Vegas is kind of on the same boat as us because there's a lot of teams that you'd think would normally be favored now, and n- aren't.
2: Question for you guys: What do you think are is the hardest week of the year in, in the NFL to gamble? Is it Week One or is it Week Seventeen?
0: Or neither? Sean, you're the voice, of an
2: I, you go I think
1: first. it's. I think it's Week One. I think you know literally nothing about any of these teams. At least in Week Seventeen, you know what you're going to get out of some of these teams. Um, and the teams that have to play for the playoff spots, you kind of know exactly how they're going to come out and perform, but otherwise you have no effing clue what's going to happen.
0: But, well, I mean, you're a great singer, but you're so wrong. Like at least in week one, you know, so the first week of the year, we might not know about the teams, but they're trying to win. There are teams this weekend where they, they don't care about winning, right? They're just sitting all their starters. Like the, the Ravens don't care about winning. So you're trying to decide now, oh, can R G three beat Mason Rudolph? Like this is I find this John much harder. So you're the deciding vote. I say week seventeen by far, no question. I'm gonna say I, I I think week one, the slate as a whole, is harder,
2: but week seventeen there are more individual games that are harder if that makes sense. And that could obviously vary year to year based on the play how the, the playoff picture looks in Week 17, but like, like a year like this, for example. So let, let's say we have Patriots-Dolphins. Obviously, none of us are picking yep. that game. It's an enormous spread. The Dolphins have already placed their, you know, whatever 53 men were on their roster to start the season on IR. because But but the last eight weeks, the coaching staff, like the coaches are trying to win every week, even though the front office is trying to tank. The coaches and the players are still trying to win the game every week. And that's why I, th- I think a team like... For example, this week, the Bengals, they've locked in the one seed. There's no reason – like, like obviously, A.J. Green's on IR and stuff, but Andy Dalton and the veterans on that team are trying to win the shit out of that game, as is Zach Taylor. So I think maybe a team like that yep. – and uh, you know what? That's one of my picks this week is Bengals plus 2.5 against the Cleveland Browns because those veterans and Andy Dalton have something to play for right now, and I think they're going to go out there and light it up this week. But whereas some other games, like maybe uh, – Green Bay, for example, Green Bay can get the one seed, so maybe, maybe that's a bad example. Um, Kansas City, like Kansas City minus nine, they could also get the they could get the two seed. Maybe this is a
0: bad year for that example, but I, I stand by what I said before there. Well, I'll give you one. The, Saint, the Saints are on this weird board. I'm not not picking them. They'd be on fourth pick if I picked the game. But, so the Saints are kind of sort of, like they kind of need the win, but they kind of don't. The Carolina Panthers, the coach came out yesterday or today, one of these days. And said, "We're trying to get Christian McCaffrey every record we can. He can set the team record for rushing. He can win the rushing record for the year. He can set the overall total yards record. So, so if, if the Saints kind of care, and the, the 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 Panthers care, and they're playing Christian McCaffrey to the fourth quarter, well, they want the, the they're getting thirteen points. So it's like, okay, what, what, do I know what they want to do going into the game or not? Because plus thirteen, Carolina." would feel like a lock if I knew the Saints only sort of care about what they end up seeing and what other teams do. And Carolina's playing McCaffrey in the fourth quarter against Scrubs. Like that, this is why I think this week is much, much tougher. And I have three picks, but I admit we're doing this uh, Thursday afternoon. When we get to Sunday morning, if we get some more news, then I'm going to feel much more confident about certain picks because I don't think we have all the news we need to know Right now, it's an information week where Sunday morning you'll know more, who's inactive, who's active, and what teams are trying to do what. So it's much easier Sunday versus Thursday afternoon. But I still three picks that will probably go 3-0, right? Absolutely you go 9-0 right. this week. Why not? Well, I like it.
2: The NFC's hard. The NFC's going to be hard this week because there are four teams yeah. vying for the number 1 seed, basically.
0: I know, right to the end. 49ers are so motivated. Packers are still I, just, and I have, Let me look now. One. Well, I, I've won, I have one.
2: Rattle them, rattle we'll let you rattle yours. You, I took Cincinnati. I'm sure that was on your board, so that's off now. Sean, you can't right, take going. the Bengals. Give me, give me your, I don't want to take anyone. Double. I don't want to double up. Go ahead. Who
0: do you have, Anderson?
2: Go ahead. Who do I have? Well, I was gonna let yeah. you, I was gonna let you clear the board a little bit, but but right before you, but right before we called you, Sean and I were talking about how this is the time of the year and you know, the hubris of me uh, taking Dallas minus three at, at the Eagles. This is the time of year where the smart teams win. The smart teams beat the dumb teams, and I think the team, the, especially a smart team that needs to take care of business this week, takes care of business. Philly minus four and a half at the Giants would be uh, one yeah. of my picks this week, and then Kansas yep. City minus nine against the Chargers because Kansas City obviously needs that win. I don't think they're necessarily expecting the Patriots to lose to the Dolphins, but they, they just need to, as far as a, a team, the team mentality of controlling what you can control, a team like the Chiefs is going to go out there and take care of business and easily beat them by nine. Same with the same with the Eagles. So my my three picks for the week, Bengals plus two and a half versus the Browns, Chiefs minus nine versus the Chargers, and Eagles minus four and a half at the Giants.
0: Am I screwing guys up by asking now what your picks are? Shine, what do you like?
2: Uh,
1: so mine, I'm actually going to go total heavy this week because I I agree that I think there's a lot of tough games with starters and stuff like that, but I feel like a way to kind of circumvent that is to kind of go for the totals. And I saw some totals that I really, really liked, um, in the Tennessee Houston game right now, the over is only at 45. We just watched Tennessee and new Orleans put up a crap ton of points last week. We saw Houston put up 24 on Tampa Bay this week, uh, this past week as well. I think yeah. the combination of the two, Tennessee's going to be playing a win. They want to make sure they're in the playoffs. They got to do it. They're going to be throwing it all across the yard. <laughs> and so if <laughs> if Houston doesn't play their yeah, yeah. starters, they're going to score a zillion. Tennessee's going to score a zillion points. If Houston does play their starters, both teams will score points and the overall hit even easier. I love over 45 Tennessee at Houston this week.
0: All right. So you're a total guy this week. Okay. It's yeah. good to go.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, my, my other, my other p- total pick for the week. Uh, is the Oakland Denver game? I think both of these teams. Oakland really needs. There are so many things that need to go right for Oakland. It is a twenty-one to one odds for Oakland to make the playoffs right now. Uh, at least if you gamble that in a nice little parlay, it's plus twenty-one thirty. Um, if you want to put all the things that Oakland needs to get into the playoffs into a parlay, and Ooh. so, and they're playing Denver. Denver has played pretty well here and there. Drew Locks looked okay. Overall, I don't think there's going to be a ton of points scored here. The game's in Denver. The The Raiders played the Chargers last week. I think the Chargers offensively are better than the Broncos. Both teams only scored a combined 41 points. That's exactly what the number is this week. So I really like the under 41 in Oakland at Denver this week.
0: See, I, I'm worried about Anderson because Anderson had to do a show with, uh, I mean, a lot of Mark James shows this week, so his picks might be terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a rough show. Oh uh, what! Why well, was texting you during that show? Holy crap! I mean, does he does he read? Do you think he reads?
2: No. Well, Mark? the the thing is, sometimes I'll print out an article that has the answer to a question he asks <laughs> on the air in the article, and I'm like, oh well, there's the litmus that, you know, like how how like bands on the ride, the, uh, what they call it, a rider. Yep. Like when a band has all these requests for what they want in their green room before a show, and they'll put some asinine request on there just to make sure it's actually being read. That that that's what I'll do with Mark. I'll put something in there that has the answer to it, and then he just won't. When when he's asking the question on the air in real time, and the answer is right in front of him, that's how I know if he reads it or not.
0: Shine that shine the best of all time was this Christmas Eve, and uh, James tried again. to like is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And it's like we're, we're not doing that. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he he asked me, and I he goes he goes John. I'm like I
2: don't care, and then he's like, uh, no, he's you like, said no. I'm gonna quote you because i was laughing in my house. We're not doing that right now. <laughs> oh, I know. I, well, I said that first. When I said so I said we're not doing that right now and then he asked me again if it was and I said I don't care. I don't and care. then that <laughs> was when
0: Mutt <my> texted me.
1: <laughs> Just for everyone out there that listens, uh, the answer is no, it's not and it's not oh, a again. It was, it's the again answer is we're not yes, we're not doing
0: this. The answer the answer is yes, we'll do that next year for the podcast. Be All well. Right, perfect. All is right. uncut I got, I got gems a Christmas I'll music. I'll, I'll make the <laughs> I'll make the thing? picks quick. Uh, I'm going to start with the a Sunday night game in primetime. Gimme Seattle plus a three and a half against the Shannon. I'm sorry, Anderson. I have do to Do we got do we gotta do we do a side bet? I'll do a side bet. Put the side bet aside. I'm gonna give you ahead of time. So they're undermanned going in because they're banged up by Marsh Marsha Lynch is now on the roster. New the CJ face.
2: Anderson. He's this year CJ Anderson.
0: Uh okay, so here we go. I like a home dog in of the year. Uh trademark Rich Keith. Uh prime time uh prime Jimmy G, I don't want to bet with. The 49ers. How about this one? They are three and fourteen in their last seventeen in Seattle against the spread. The 49ers are three and fourteen last seventeen against the spread in Seattle. Seattle is nine and one against the spread as a dog in their last ten. It's prime time, Jimmy, and prime time, Russ. That's a lot. Give me Seattle plus three and a half. Did you take? Did you take 49ers? Uh, it wasn't did one of my. It
2: wasn't one of my picks, oh.
0: but for oh. obvious reasons, I
2: think I like them.
0: I'm okay, gonna well, I, so oh,
1: going to take the 49ers. So you're going head oh, to head with go. me, Mutt.
0: Woo. Okay, team, team team bet heads up. We'll have the usual bet seven cases of white claw. Perfect. So that'll be our heads up bet. By the wait. way,
2: I have um, I have ten left of the sixty I had from
0: uh, from Mutt and Keith combined. It's only the day after. We have a lot of time to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Uh, I was hoping to have those
0: make it through New Year's at least. Yeah, right. No, it's not going to. No, you may not through tomorrow. So you mentioned motivated teams, and I I, I don't think I've bet on this team all year. I'm going to bet the Falcons as a pick'em at home again, or at the bucks, I'm sorry, at no, at the bucks. This is a mutt, hashtag mutt gut pick, and I'm doing this because the Falcons are five and two in their last seven. They're getting Lindstrom back on the offensive line. They're playing this guy in week 17 for some random reason, and it's weird. Like I feel like they're playing for Dan Quinn now. I thought this guy was fired. Uh, the Parma State guys were talking about this, and they're right. Like the the Falcons all of a sudden started playing. We saw the Jameis meltdown. <laughs> Last week
1: that was tremendous. It was
0: like unbelievable. And it's a pick'em at the Bucks, and I feel like the Atlanta Falcons are still trying to win. The Bucks and Bruce Arians don't really care. It started two and a half, down to a pick'em. Give me the Falcons at the Bucks as a pick'em straight up over the Bay Bucks. That sound dumb, Sean? No, I so you know me.
1: I have a Jameis little like I know, soft spot. Love you're me some Jameis. So, and Boing! so I, I have to <laughs> After last week though, uh I decided to remain um afar from Jameis this week and not Oh really you're d- you're, you're distancing oh, oh, wait, yourself oh, from that Jameis
2: was... Winston as his team is about to do in 3 days. No,
1: they're going to they're going to keep him. You wait.
0: No, they won't. Philip Rivers is no, sending it onto them. that no, roster I'm right. next No, no, no. Year. Anderson, you're so wrong. They're going to extend him out. He, he's going to set the yardage record for passing in the NFL. He gonna, he is, Imagine he's going to throw through 10 less interceptions.
2: I think that would still be eighteen, and that would still be a lot of interceptions. That would be eighteen interceptions, and they'd have like three more wins and probably be in the playoffs.
1: I think. I I think everybody is so focused on the interceptions, which is a
2: big thing. We're we're (laughs) focused on the thing that correlates to wins and losses more than anything besides points.
1: No, no, no. I'm not taking that away from you. I'm not taking that away from you. I'm also saying though, just statistically, how remarkable. Jameis Winston has to be playing. For him to throw almost 30 interceptions, which is still on the table, the 30-30 club is on the table for Jameis this year. And if he does that, he'll have thrown 30 interceptions, but he might also throw for 5,500 yards, which is mind-boggling. You've thrown thirty interceptions for that doesn't make, but if you Does you don't that throw make him those, good though? No, I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying It's just a big if number. You, if you don't throw those interceptions, he probably throws for sixty five hundred yards. Yeah,
2: and they probably go on, like hold hold they, on, hold they hold probably up. go like fourteen and two and are like an elite team in the league. And you only need to cut that number in half. If if he threw five less interceptions even. Just five. They Andy Dalton would throw for five thousand yards on that team and just not throw that's who that's you know what? That's the Bucks QB next year. Andy Dalton. Okay. That's not a bad
0: idea. Meanwhile, we have thankfully the whole offseason to do is Jameis good or not. We'll do six shows (laughs) on. I can't wait. We'll do it. That'll be the entire (laughs) month of July. Give
1: me all of the Jameis Winston stats.
0: (laughs) All right. I got one more stupid pick. You mentioned totals. I'll go one total for you. Uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Mason Rudolph against, uh, Ooh, I said, him, of my game I said it before, against RG3. Give me the under no, isn't in that it? Isn't it Duck Ravens Hodges. 38. Rudolph's,
2: Rudolph's injured.
0: Rudolph's injured. Duck Hodges is playing. Okay, fine. Even better. Du- give me the Duck Hodges uh, RG3. <laughs> under. They're playing for nothing. Pittsburgh stinks. Give me under 38 in that game. This would be 25 points. Give me the under in Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Our game sucks. Yeah. Uh, any under. I'm here for it. Meanwhile, a re- my my son wanted old uh, baseball and football cards for Christmas. He ended up getting, he opened a pack of 89 score. You guys are too young to know what the hell it is. He got a Barry Bonds, a Roger Clemens, and a Sandy Alomar Jr. rookie card. He's in his prime. Kids killing it right now. Damn killing it.
2: He's getting, he's doing better than we are. What the hell's going on? You guys want to hear a great, uh, a great didn't get what they wanted for Christmas story? Oh, here we go. My You're 30 seconds
0: before I go back to dinner. Yeah, oh.
2: my seven year old cousin wanted a hamster. My uncle said, Fuck that. We're not getting you a hamster. Not to her face, but he was telling the rest of us at the Christmas party. Another one of my cousins thought she was getting the hamster. And this cousin's like 26 and should have known better. Goes up to the seven year old and asks her what, what she's going to name the hamster. And she's all excited saying what she's going to name it. And then obviously she didn't get the hamster. But then when I saw my uncle the next day, he was like, "I I, I diverted her with a Nintendo Switch light. So don't even say the word hamster because she hasn't said anything yet."
0: Shime, <laughs> true or false? The worst story of ever, all time, right there.
1: Ah, uh,
2: false. Uh, no,
1: true. I yeah. mean, true. True, oh, it was bad. False, it was good.
0: Hey, you're doing a bit. Use the Shime's he yeah. over here, full belly laughing. <laughs> oh, it was dead as crickets. I heard. I could hear the crickets in the background. <laughs> I can hear the other show going on right now. What's on, what's on the air right now? Uh, Brian yeah. Barrett, 6 to 10, is oh filling
1: in for Mud at Night.
0: By the way, Mud, I drank too much coffee today
2: and didn't drink, didn't hydrate enough, and I have the shits again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually told my family the Was story. Was that a good Christmas story? Dinner. I told the Christmas Eve story dinner. I'm like, hey, my producer for the podcast, he ate 17 uh, Gorilla Bars and he got stomach flu. What do you guys think? No one thinks it's that. They all think you got really sick. For so the I, record. Have, I no was one, fine. Nobody. I was I was literally fine before oh, okay. and after that. Yeah.
1: Okay. I have one more thing you need to pick. Actually, mutt. So sa- three seconds. Saturday, I'm going to an axe throwing bar, and I'm going to be drinking a bringing. It's a BYOB. So I'm bringing a case of White Claws. Chances I hit myself with the own over, axe. That over over one
2: and a half testicles lost by Shine <laughs> exactly. via hatchet. Give me the over heavy, my mortgage payment due in December. College fund lock of the week. All right, Mutt, give us a quick – Happy New us your, Year. Give us your back. three. Okay.
1: Bye. Love you.
2: I was going to tell him.
1: What well, okay, <laughs> were we'll his dead. picks again? So Mutt's okay, so the Okay, so Mutt week. had right Detroit in. plus
2: 12 and a half <laughs> against the Packers. He took uh, no. Carolina so, Moneyline and uh, San Francisco three and a half. Shannistan pick of the week. <laughs>
1: yeah, he wishes. Uh, no, so Mutt this week it took Seattle plus three and a half. Uh, the Atlanta at Tampa Bay is a pick'em. He took Atlanta and then under thirty-eight for Pittsburgh Baltimores total. Uh that is the Mutt man's picks for the week. Uh mine are the under forty-one, Oakland at Denver, over forty-five, Tennessee at Houston, and I'm going straight up with Mutt, San Francisco minus three and a half.
2: And my three were Cincinnati plus two and a half against the Cleveland Browns. Kansas City minus nine against the LA Chargers, and Philadelphia, minus four and a half at the New York Giants next week is going to gonna be fun. Yeah. Playoff gambling playoff, is going to be wait. fun. Uh, I cannot so wait for this Prior play to
1: playoff gambling, though, there's one situation here that could be really fun. And I wanted to propose this to you. Okay. Because I think as a show, I do. we need to invest in this idea. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, the odds right now, if you parlayed all of the things that need to happen oh, for to the, Oakland to for make the, the okay, playoffs. Okay,
2: I had that up as well. I was going to say that. So,
1: Oakland needs, for whatever reason, they need either Chicago, the Chargers, Detroit or the Patriots to win Right now the only team on that slate That looks good to win Is probably the Patriots Unfortunately the money line's really high but I, still. I, I,
2: I've got a different one in front of me that For the Raiders to make the playoffs I've got it highlighted there for you uh, Titans and Steelers lose I think it says But now you turn the screen so I can't read it uh, yeah, Titans
1: and Steelers both lose Finally they need the Colts to beat the Jaguars So that's true, all three of those things are true But they also need either Chicago, Detroit um, The Chargers or the Patriots to win I don't like the first three teams. The Patriots are minus 1100, which kind of puts a damper on the parlay a little bit, but at the same time you still get great value. So, I'm thinking you throw the money for Oakland to make the playoffs, toss in the Patriots money line, minus 1100. Then you toss in the Raiders money line, you toss in the Texans money line, you toss in the Baltimore money line, which is actually plus money, and even with RG3, they're still a better team than the freaking Steelers um and then uh you get yeah and then oh and then you get the Jaguars money line as well so those those things in there throw them all together nice little parlay plus 21 30. 21 to one odds
2: wait you have, right to say, there. you have to take the Jaguars isn't it wouldn't it be the Colts money line
1: is it don't they need the Jaguars uh, to win or the, need Colts the, ja- to the Colts have to win Colts oh the Colts have, have, to, have win. to win okay I'm sorry so you take yeah, the Colts I was gonna say line. that might derail the whole My thing apologies. right there Colts money line. I apologize. Colts money line, Texans money line, Ravens money line Raiders money line, Pats money line. All on one bet, plus twenty one thirty. I think we each throw ten dollars down on it, put our money where our mouth is, and if we hit, great. And if not, you know what? Gotta take now a question, shot. Now, question.
2: If that happens, that technically means oh no, that actually no, that this is all for the six seed. Never mind. Ah, but this is like this is against Tannehill. It is against Tannehill. This I is know. this is the opposite. This is but putting our money where our ass None is. of us,
1: none of us picked Tennessee to win this game, win against Houston, though, did we? Yeah,
2: but I want them to win. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course we do. But at the same time,
2: my heart, the Raiders'
1: likelihood, like it's just like the parlay. It just seems like the, the chips fall for John Gruden. You know, I'm just saying. I don't know. Let's think about it. We'll address it. Okay, I'll tweet it okay. out. If if we lock it in, I will tweet it out from the Winners Club Pod account. Uh, also, I want to point out the fact that uh I have to root for the Colts this week anyways, because if they win, they'll be eight and eight and they'll cover the seven and a half win loss total that we put in right at or well that we talked about right after Andrew Luck retired. No, it
2: was six and a half. They hit it already. Oh, it was they, six oh, perfect, the, even the, better. The, the the episode we recorded the week Andrew That's Luck retired right, was six and a half. So and it, then it went it up, dropped it went up to, to eight. And then, eight, went,
1: and then finished at seven and a half. So if you if you started,
2: took right? it yep. if you took it that week as Shime and I told you to in the former uh, six incarnation, and a half, of you would already made money. This podcast, yeah. Then you're you're golden. And so. if you
1: listened to us as well, you also would have known that Lamar Jackson was going to win the MVP at right. 5,000.
2: And so. if you listened to us as well, you would have hit every single NFC over Vikings, Green Bay, and San Francisco. Nailed it all. And if you listened to Shime as well, you would have known Raiders. to take Detroit under, uh, Cowboys under, Raiders over. And all of those hit. Oh, it's almost like we know what we're doing here, huh, except, except from weeks fifteen through sixteen. Yeah, exactly, fifteen to seventeen, <laughs> where <listen>. we fall <laughs> apart.
1: It's the uh, holidays.
2: Um. So that'll th- that was that was nice. That was that went better than I expected Crisp. it to. I very much the post Christmas show, which I've you know I've been drinking for a week straight. I've been it was strung to together. This. I've been drinking very late. for like a month. Yeah, exactly. So.
1: <laughs> you should have seen me Christmas Eve. I was drinking. Bo- <laughs> I was uh, at a at a Christmas party where we were taking shots of lemoncello, and it was like it tasted. Like normally, limoncello is not bad, but this one tasted like if you took like a bunch of yellow starbursts and soaked them in a combination of vodka and rum for like thirteen Ugh. days. It was not good.
2: That tastes like my granola shit smelt. <laughs> the sound that sounds like my granola shit tasted.
1: Anyway, um, so John, I, I actually believe that we are part of a network of podcasts. Here. We are. Yeah, oh yeah, we so are. There's other podcasts here at the station. Hold on,
2: I feel the bathroom. You can finish the podcast.
1: <laughs> nope, this time you get to stay.
2: Uh, Lucy and Elaine show—they're back. They actually posted. So, if you if you have not if you have not listened to the Lucy and Elaine show yet, they posted a best of episode this week. That is a sort of a—I think it's like an, it, it's under an hour long, and it's just it is portions of their best episodes or the best parts of all of their episodes yep. from their inception uh, th- this summer. So if you haven't, if you've missed it, you can catch up there. You don't need to – it's not like you can't – you don't have to hop in now. You know, it's like Law & Order SVU. It's like, can I just jump in now? It's like, no, it's season 20. You can't just jump in now. It's like <laughs> you you know can't, it's, It might be hard to jump into a podcast at episode 20. Exactly. So listen to that. Also,
1: the Bradfo Show, they should be having uh, – I think Bradfo's putting up an episode either today, tomorrow, something like that. Get you ready for the weekend. Give you something to listen to. We also have –
2: Hashtag dork. Ooh, they did the dork. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. episode. Sure
1: did. Uh, no spoilers here. Shime hasn't seen it yet. John's seen it twice. Uh, m- probably will never see it. M- so will never see it. Point, I, I,
2: not not. I, I won't do a full review in the middle of this podcast. Two word
1: review for the people. Liked it. Love it. That's a great two word review.
2: Don't know what the the definition of the word like is, but it's that's why it. it's there. Liked it.
1: I like it. Uh, there's also the skate park.
2: They had on the assistant coach of. The Michigan Spartans this week. Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State, yes. They had they had him on this week.
1: Yeah, Tory Krug's uh, old, uh, al- er, his alma
2: And I don't know his name. And the... Five Out Podcast. Five Out Podcast. Featuring
1: Nick Fryer, Matt Medeiros,
2: and Tyler Devitt. And I believe they did Best Moments of 2019 this year. Ooh, love it. Or the, yeah, this week they did Best Moments of the year. Perfect. <laughs> well done. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, Fantasy Day with oh, Jim Hackett and P. Davidson. which
1: unfortunately is basically over. Unless they're doing uh, daily fantasy, in they'll the be doing playoffs, playoff stuff, which is good. Daily fantasy is always fun in the playoffs. So make sure to tune in for
2: that. And we'll be back next week. And this is sorry to This is where the fun begins. Be sure to tweet Shime a happy Thanksgiving. And talk next week.
1: Bye. These are fire. They're like audio technical ones, but they're the wireless, and you can also plug them in, and they're dope. Huge fan. Is that a Christmas
2: gift?
1: It was actually. I needed a new pair. You know, I was using gaming headphones for freaking work, and it's just it was not working.
2: Oh yeah, baby.
1: Mm. Into the jungle.
2: So I just got an, I just got an email. Oh boy! I just got an email. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I wasn't plugged in. That's why. I just an email just popped up. There we've maybe gotten four emails to the off day uh, email the entire season. Mm-hmm. One just popped up, and the 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 title, the the headline or whatever the uh, the the subject on the email just says Patriots. How good do you think they are? <laughs> That's amazing. That's the entire thing.
1: Thanks for your help today, Dylan. Bye, Dylan. Oh. Take care of yourselves.
2: Oh, I will. I'm trying to. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It won't load. Oh, you got to read this. I got to oh, see yeah. Yep, yeah, that's the only, that's just, this is the whole that's thing. It? Patriots, how good do you think they are?
1: <laughs> so it was more so a text <laughs> than an email, but they sent it an email form and sent the text in the subject header. <laughs>
2: What is happening there? The
1: TV just magically came on. I'm so confused. Smooth production so far today. Oh boy! This is tremendous. I have to say.
2: What do you have to show me? Uh, what was I going to show you? I don't know. You said look at this, and then and then the TV turned on.
1: Um, I don't remember. Hmm. I'm
2: really confused. I don't know. I think it was a cannoli I ate last night. It was the it was the <laughs> nail in the coffin here? There you go. I also had, like, nine coffees today without drinking water. That might be it. Oh, that's definitely Actually, it was it. only two. But. I
1: haven't even had coffee
2: today. Shocker, right uh, I know. Whoa! Day without bus, coffee.
1: Please. I was running a little late today. Didn't didn't have time to stop, but I'll definitely get one tomorrow. Count on it. But I am going to get a fat burrito when I go home tonight. <laughs> Count on that. I haven't eaten all day. Oh, boy. Your boy is
2: starving. This is going to be a sad episode.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a tough <laughs> one. So, wait. Might even call it. Well, he called it about you. He said, "John's so sick that this is either going to be like the worst week ever for John, or it's going to be the Jordan flu game." It definitely wasn't the Jordan flu game, and I think, I think your um, putrid stomach infected all of us.
2: I don't think, but I wasn't. I wasn't actually sick though. It was literally just the fiber. Yeah, that's true. Rob, Rob, that that actually that's the first thing. It,
1: it, it, we were all shook.
2: Did, did we hit the open at this point? Yeah, let's do I think, it. I think there's enough. There's, there's enough.